You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast for you. Great to have you with us. What's up, Al? Oh, hi there, Jerry. So uh, I've realized I'm in a little bit of a, a rut. You know, like a rut in life, just yeah, the, yeah. Uh, get into a rut. I'm well aware how that goes. Uh, Gina pointed this out to me, and uh, she's right. She's, uh, it, I'm really in a rut, like on weekends, like what I. How you're spending your time. Yeah, like what I'm willing to do and mm-hmm. what I'm not willing to do. Yeah. And, what, uh, and I've really in- enclosed my. Uh, Which we've talked about many times. Yeah, like even when we go out to dinner, we go out to dinner. You put yourself in a very small box. A small box, because even when I go, we go out to dinner. I'm like, these are the three places, or like, I don't like. Why not go to Red Bank for dinner one night? I or, agree. That's why what not, we do. Yeah. Why not go to, uh, to Tom's River? Uh, for, it's just somewhere different. So I'm like, oh, you know, you're right. You're right. I, I want to start doing that. Then, like, what about other fun things to do on the weekend? Yes, I could give you ideas. Yes, I would like ideas. Uh, I think you would have a blast if you Mm -hmm. took her and maybe another couple. Okay. Axe throwing. Can I tell you, I've booked axe throwing for Saturday evening. Look at you. Oh, that's funny. That was the only thing I've booked. Okay. But I was looking at other things. I was like, what do people do other than, you know, concerts we do? There's, uh, I don't like going to movies. and I don't either. I don't but, care. okay, axe throwing, there's an interesting, um, it's not uh, top golf, but it's the one that you hit into the screen. That's mm. something, at least. It is something, but it's not even remotely close. Yeah. I I do not enjoy that. Okay. But I also like golf. I like the top golf atmosphere yeah. is a party atmosphere. It is a blast. But the closest one, like, to where I live. Is Edison. Yeah, it's in Edison. That's it's fine. Yeah. It, it, there's no question about it. And if you have a few drinks, then all of a sudden, now right. you're stuck. For me, it's still only 20 minutes. So if I go with friends, which we've done a couple of times, we actually Uber. Yeah. And we split it three ways or whatever. Um, but I find Top Golf to be, it's expensive, which is why you're not going to do it every week. But once every couple of months, Good it time. is a fun time out. It really right. is. So you got top golf, you've got axe throwing. I know in Tom's River they opened up a um, a cornhole place mm-hmm. where you can book a lane and just for an hour just play and bring your own drinks um, and snacks. That's kind of five and yeah. been there, but I've heard good things about it. Okay, um, that's in Tom's River. They have the um, the mystery. Not mazes. What are they called? Where you try to get out of the place? I've never done that. Me neither. But I know Kim went with the girls one night. They had a, bl- they had a really good time. And then there's one in Homedale where they did that. And then there was like a wine escape bar upstairs. Room. Escape room. That's fun. Again, I haven't done that, but that's fun. Um, I'm 
trying to think what else you would do. Here's one we did many years ago. You go uh, and uh, paint something while you drink. Yeah. Um, what do they call that? Sip. Sipping something? Pa- yeah. Paint and sip or something yeah, like that. Yeah, paint and sip. They have one of those in Red Bank? Yeah, they have one in Asbury. Yeah, I mean, if you really want to go explore and do things, there are plenty of things to do. Yeah. Yeah, I got to get... money. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But you got to get out and try some stuff. Yeah. I just got to get out of my... Um, box. My box. Because even, like like I said, even just going to dinner, I'm like going to the same places. Yeah. I yeah. And then if you go to different little, places like this, yeah. maybe you explore other restaurants near those facilities. Right, right, right. Exactly. You know, I had, a, I had one of the guys at Cornhole ask me why we don't do, like, Saturday night couples Cornhole, you know. I'm like, because I don't want to be here. Yeah. Point is, people are always looking for things to yes. do, get out of the house for just a nothing, not all night, couple of hours. And it's a, it's something we've thought about, but I don't want to book my Saturday nights. Correct. Not that. The, the weekend for me is when I want to check out, and it's youth baseball and go out time, mm-hmm. not being in for others to come out. It's interesting how places allow you to bring your own drinks, like axe yeah. throwing. We did it. I thought it was bizarre because like, there are people that are housing drinks. Right. They're housing drinks and they're throwing hatchets. Sharp ones. Yeah. Behind their head. I had one that came right back at me. Yeah, I could see that happening. One of these hatchet places in New Jersey, because I was looking at a bunch of them online the other day, one of them has... You can throw hatchets. Then for an extra $10 a person, they'll give you a litany of knives, stars, <laughs> all these other weapons that you can just whip up against the... You know, you and I always talk about how much faith we have in the human race, essentially, in laws. Yeah. How when we walk down the street, what is to, or drive, what is to stop someone from just saying, I'm going to take that person out. Yes. Honestly. And it's the fear of jail and the end of your life. But that's a very real feel. What would stop someone from taking one of those knives, looking across the room and throwing it at you? Or when you go to a shooting range? I always thought about that. Are you serious? Like, you're really putting trust in people you don't know. Oh, there's another fun thing. Go to the shooting range. Yeah. (laughs) You could do that, too, I suppose. Hmm. Paintball is fun, but that's more for kids. And, like, not kids. I would say adults that have an interest in that, because that can be rough. Paintball can be oh, rough. Oh, yeah. No, I've, that uh, is a fun thing to do. I've heard getting hit with a paintball is not hurts. fun. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I need ideas like that. Bowling. Bowling is one, yeah. I know that's old school. Old school. But bowling bowling alleys in this day and age have made it fun on the weekends with the lighting and the music. And it's not like bowling in the 1970s where you looked around and much old people. <laughs> it's different. When we went to Indiana to go see John Mellencamp, there was a part in downtown Indianapolis that had this big uh, area where there was bars, restaurants, and activities. Yeah. And they had some sort of bowling. I forget what kind it's called. It was a small ball that you could fit in in one hand. Oh, like, really? And the the pins were on a, a rope. So then you would, you would throw. There were little pins. They were little things. And then the when it would reset, the ropes would just lift them oh, back up i forget what it was called it was some sort of bowling yeah something like that. duck bowling duck bowling duck bowling all right yeah so i just got to keep my eyes and ears out for things to do jerry yeah well i think i just gave you 16 yeah no we got it we got a bunch I think of you got a good there, list yeah. now i do have a good list now especially if you're only doing it like you know saturday every other weekend well let's say it was on i'm just that's looking fine. for activity on saturday that's evenings. fine but then within a month and a half you'll be through all the activities yeah that's restart. what i mean so if you did it every two weeks 
I just every gave two you weeks, three, yeah. mo- three months of activities. Right. That's pretty good. But it's also weird. Like, if you, like, Gina doesn't drink. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, like, if you don't drink. It's a huge part of the social night out. Not only that, like, even if you just want to go hang out somewhere, in in our area, in the Jersey Shore, and surprisingly, there are no coffee shops open after 3 p.m. Yeah. I feel like the pandemic did that, too, because yeah. there were coffee shops by me that used to be open till 10 p.m., and now, not only are they not open till 10 p.m., they close at noon, and it's drive through only Yeah, until whatever time. Yeah, there used to be this place in Bradley Beach. It was a coffee shop. Then uh, a couple years ago, this was before the pandemic, they closed down. They moved down the street into this really nice facility. Yeah. But they are no longer open at night. And it used to be just to have something to do at night. Like if you went to dinner one place, then you afterwards, instead of getting dessert and coffee at the restaurant, you go hang out at this a place in Bradley Beach Coffee Shop, and you could get dessert from the bakery right next door and walk it into the coffee shop and order a coffee. It was great. That is awesome. I don't know why, because there's a ton of people now that don't drink. Yeah. And there's no nothing for them to do at night. Well, even, even like, let's say, uh, I'm not a big drinker by any stretch, but socially, sure. Um, let's say I wanted to go watch the games at a, at a sports bar. Yeah. I can't, I mean, I can, I suppose, but do you think the bartender wants me in there if I'm ordering no. Cokes? No, exactly. Like, no. Get out. <laughs> like, I thought it'd be a cool coffee place. I agree with you. They even have, uh, you know, they ever see the cold brew coffee, the nitro yes. coffee that's yeah. in taps yeah. that looks like uh, beers? You have different coffees on tap. Yeah. Coconut coffee. The only thing I would say, the problem you probably run into, yeah. because I think it's a great concept for a cool place is Monday through Friday, you're competing with, it's really hard to break people of their Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts habits. Yeah. So I think you're going to struggle. And if you're, if your night of, I don't know if profit's not the right word, but if your night of interest is going to be Friday and Saturday, and maybe you have a, a live person in there playing folk music or whatever, playing a guitar or, you know, just to give some sort of a, you know, some sort of a cool vibe in there. Coffee, you're not, how much are you making? Right. You can't just open a place so that some people have somewhere to sit and listen to music with a $3 coffee. You're right. If you're a bar, maybe you're going to get three beers. Yeah. At $8 a beer. Now you're $24, not $3. You're right. One $3. And most <laughs> places, I'm not saying Dunkin' or, or Starbucks, most places will refill your coffee for half price or nothing. Right. So you you want them sitting there for four hours for $3? Yeah, no. So, like, financially, it doesn't make sense. Maybe that's what happens. As cool of an idea as it is. Yeah, that is what must happen. And plus, beyond the rent and the employees, you got to pay the person to perform. Right. Where are you coming up with this money? Yeah. Is it a hobby? Yeah. You're right. That's tough. That is not easy. Not easy. It's a great idea, though. Yeah. Because you are right. If you even all these activities we just talked about, now, you don't have to drink to go to Top Golf at all. There's no question about it. But it's fun and it's around you. You don't have to drink, and I would actually recommend you don't drink when you're axe throwing, but you look around, everybody is. You're not going to go sit in a bar if, you're, if you don't drink. So what are you left with? Right. Not a whole hell of a lot. You know? Yeah. Dinner and, and 
and even bowling alleys are filled with beers and filled with beers. You know, uh, now you can do that without drinking. I'm not saying you yeah, can't, yeah. but it's but different. It's, it's part of it's part of the reason why people do those activities. Correct. That is true. Yeah. Very true. They have those old arcades. Those are sometimes fun to go to. The one in Red Bank, Yesterkades, is a yeah. blast. That's fun. They that got fun. one, uh, the Silver Ball Pinball Museum in uh, Asbury Park, which you can go play old pinball. Yeah. And then there's even one in Belmar, this little place that has all old mm-hmm. uh, video games. See that we're talking this through. We're coming up with all these different Listen things to this. we could be doing. This is perfect, Jerry. You got to be careful in the arcades, the teens. Teenage punks. <laughs> I imagine teenagers aren't in those arcades. They're probably like, what is uh, this No, nonsense? that's not true, actually. Oh, they like them? Oh, yeah. You go to Yestercades. Yeah. That is nothing. You have adults, but it's a lot of teenagers. Because it's, think about teenagers. Can't drink yet. Looking right. for things to do. Yestercades, there's no alcohol in there. Mm. It's just old arcade games in the middle of Red Bank. It's actually a blast. Yeah. A lot of fun. Hmm. All right. Well, you have some ideas now. That's good. Mm-hmm. Look at me, Jerry. I always, up. that's the, that's the hard part about, you know, I, we always talk about whether it's, whether it was Steve Jobs back in the day, a Warren Buffett, a Mark Cuban who owns all these different businesses. And I've always asked you like, what is the work to family life balance in terms of time? Like I could, like our cornhole league is one night a week and it does, it takes a considerable amount of time within the week to get everything set up and to process the payments. And there's a lot that goes on before we get to that one night. We could expand that to two nights and I could take every Saturday for what we were talking about. But then I'm shortchanging the family. I'm never around on, like at what point are you chasing the dollar as opposed to spending time with your family? Like I couldn't imagine telling them, now it's one thing if you need to do it to pay the rent. I get that. That's different or your mortgage. Now that's need and necessity. But if I'm not in a place, which I'm not, thankfully, that I need to make an extra five or 600 bucks a week or whatever, why would I take that? And so are you being greedy or are you building a better future? Yeah, that is a that is the question whenever people do these, what they call side hustles. Yeah. And I think if I did every Saturday and... I think it's more than a side hustle. I think we could make a good amount of money. Do I really want to do that, though? And that's the part of me that says, you don't really have it in you to be like those people. Because I think those people are head down and work. I agree. And I think what maybe they value whatever time they have with their family when they get it, I suppose. I don't know. It's it's weird. Yeah, I always think it's weird when it's somebody who, like bring up Mark Cuban, who clearly has enough money right now. Yes, for the rest of his life and his kids' lives. Yes. So why is he still getting involved in all these things? I think things? you get addicted to it. Yeah. That, that would be my guess. I don't know. Like, I have a friend of mine who makes so much money in commercial real estate. It is insane. And he still works 80 hours a week. I'm like, why? He goes, well, we're buying the next place. But you're good. Like, you could give, you could sell your shares now and just live off your profits from what you own. You don't need to work ever again. And then his answer, well, then what would I do? Okay, I got you. I understand. But you could dial it back. Yes, dial it back. He's he's 70 miles an hour. He can't slow it down. I, I don't know. There's something There's something in those people that just doesn't allow them. Right. And now, I like to move. You know that. I don't like sitting idle. But there's a balance to me that you have to strike. Well, I even think of that with Bill Belichick, right? 
Sure. So the amount of work that it takes to be an NFL head coach. Mm-hmm. And when Brady was leaving, that sounded like a great, yeah. well, you know what, I'll get out too. But then I think they want to do it with somebody to, I don't know, to prove to themselves. That it wasn't, yeah, that you were as important or more important than the other guy. Yeah, I thought of that with like, even in our radio business, when Howard Stern was leaving in then Infinity Broadcasting to go to Satellite. Right. And Tom Chiasano ran K-Rock. Mm-hmm. For a lot of years, and he was an early uh, uh, in on the stock, and he was worth a lot of money. You know, you're now going to inherit David Lee Roth, and who knows what. And he why not just leave with Howard? Yeah, he didn't leave. Yeah, like he didn't retire. Then he retired a couple of years later. But I don't know what you know. There, you're right. There's something different in those people that keeps well, them going. In that case, I do think there's something about the job, though, too. I, again, we've talked about this many times. Be careful what you wish for in retirement. Because if you do, in that case, say, you know what? I've made enough money. I'm out. You better have a plan. Yes. Because the alternative is really boring and lonely, and you're probably searching. Yeah. Who am I? What am I now? Yes. When the job is gone. Yeah. So I do think there is, but there's that's a big difference from Mark Cuban who owns, and I'm not joking, 75 business, has, has a piece to. of 75 to 100 businesses, and his main umbrella business, like, I don't even, like the Mavericks are such a small part of what he owns. That's different than a guy walking away at the top with no game plan thereafter. Yes. I think you're almost afraid of retirement. Yeah, I also find it weird, like somebody even uh, let's let's take a musician because I've seen this a couple of times. So so uh, Bruce Springsteen's on tour, yeah. and he's got the saxophone player, which is a Clarence Clemens nephew, mm-hmm. Jake Clemens, and they're playing multiple nights a week. They're traveling like it's crazy, and then you see like on one of the days off, he's doing a solo show somewhere. Like why take a break? Yeah. Don't want to. They don't want to. I think if I was single and I didn't have kids, I don't think I would ever take a break from anything. Like a good example would be today. So today I'll be home by whatever time, 1140. I'll get home. And I could spend the day, which is what I probably should be doing. I could spend the day working on the website and the cornhole stuff and coming up with marketing plans to try and sell as many calendars as I can and maybe give Boomer more money this year than I gave him last year and make a little more too and really treat that like a job until, let's say, 5 o'clock. I could spend from noon to 5 o'clock treating that like a real business and then 5 o'clock like a normal working person. All right, guys, I'm dad's home, you know, dinner, have a night together, and there'd be nothing wrong with that. Instead, I'm going to spend one hour on it, and then I'm going to pick up Joseph. We're going to play golf. Because to me, that's more important. Sure. Than trying to squeeze out an extra $1,000 of whatever. Right. That's the choice I make. But eh, the other alternative isn't so bad. If I was single, that's probably what I would be doing. Right. But I don't. Yeah, you got to balance it out. I do try. I do try. You do, Jerry. All right, let's do the warm-up show. Okay. Which was very balanced out, as I recall. And we'll be back here tomorrow. It's already Thursday, Jerry. I, By the way, real quick, I thought today's show was one of the best shows we've had in 10 years. 
the Boomerang Geo show? Yes. Well, how so? I thought because I thought the subject matter mm-hmm. and the way we all reacted to it, I thought was terrific. Nice. I really do. It was a good blend of sports, nonsense, laughs, and interaction. Wow. If you didn't hear it, go to the uh, mm-hmm. where you get your podcasts. But listen to ours first. Yeah, listen to this one first. Well, you have to be listening to this one. Listen to ours, listen to this one. Then go to the other one. And listen to podcasts at one and a half speed. You get used to it pretty quickly. You can get through a lot of podcasts. I'm telling you. That's what I do. So. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It's 502. It's nice to have you with us. Danny Scazzeri, handsome, handsome, handsome. And across from me, I will say handsome as well. His name is uh, Al Aaron at Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, yesterday I saw what I was uh, scrolling through my social media listening to the afternoon program that um, the, the Jets are signing this Trevor Simeon. Correct. Who they had once before. They did have him once before. He was, I think he was drafted by the Broncos many years ago. Sounds right. I think, I, well, I know for a fact, we had him on one of our Super Bowl shows. Oh, okay. Because I remember he showed up in an arm sling, mm-hmm. and he was promoting Skittles. Fun. I don't know why I remember that. Because you remember Skittles. I, I could just be why. remember a quarterback showing up in an arm sling. I yeah. was like, what the happened to that guy? Yeah, not well. And you remember when he got his chance with the Jets, he got hurt in like the first drive. Oh, is that right? I don't <laughs> on, recall in that. In prime time, if I remember correctly. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's so funny, like, all this week and all last week, you know, the fans, the hosts, they're all like, just sign me anybody who's played the position. Yeah. You know, and then I saw this yesterday. I went, eh. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? Like, I mean. I, I went, eh. Yeah, I, they, but they, eh. they needed someone. They got someone. They got someone. It's I okay. Know, I know. But they signed him to the practice squad. So yes. what does that mean? Uh, it means they can elevate him when he's ready. Anytime. 
Uh, well, you have to activate them before the game. But I'm saying, like, up until, like, say, Saturday night, they decide they want to I think your actives them. are due day of game, morning of the game. Okay. So, like, for so a 1 Sunday o'clock morning. game, I think you would get your actives, inactives by 10. Actually, probably more like 11 a.m. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. They're probably like, uh, we just got to get uh, Trevor Simeon up to speed. He'd be like, yeah, I know how to do handoff and screen pass. Well, and that's all you got the other day, so yeah. why not? I can do that. Yeah. I've seen these plays before, sir. I think I can run these. Do you think you could do it? Yeah. Let's see. Now, so if I asked you right now yeah. how how long he's played in the league, you would say what? Man, I'm going to say, uh, and here's how I'm going to do the math on this. Okay. He was on with us with Skittles, I believe, in the Boomer and Carton days. So it's been at least six years. Okay. You're on to something. I'm going to say he's been in the league for eight years. No, you're close. 2015 with the Broncos. Okay. Now, here's the thing about Simeon. He started 14 games in 2016, started 10 games in 2017. Though out of those, uh, what is that, 10, 20, out of those 24 games he started, he was he had a record of thirteen and eleven. All right, so not terrible. Not then, terrible, but here's the thing: his career starts. You said that you started off at thirteen and eleven. Yeah, he's thirteen and seventeen. Yeah, <laughs> he's a zero for six. And his one start with the Jets was in two thousand nineteen. He was three for six in that game before he got hurt. <laughs> before he got clobbered. Yeah. Then didn't see him in twenty twenty. Then he resurfaced with the Saints in twenty one, and then with the Bears last year. Yeah, he's been uh, a journeyman, as they That's, say. This is what they say. Uh, I was looking at his. Uh, I like to look at a quarterback's TDs to interceptions. Yeah, sure. That's uh, always a good uh, indicator. So he has forty two TDs, twenty eight interceptions. Not horrible. Not horrible. Mm-mm, not horrible. Not at all. Although we were sitting here yesterday going, just throw the ball. It doesn't matter if it gets picked off. Just show us you could throw the ball. Take some chances. Yeah. That's what we want to see. So I guess, like, uh, he's not starting Sunday night. No. No. My, Zach Wilson is starting Sunday night. He's your night. guy. Yeah. And as Aaron Rodgers says, support him. Let's go. Support him. That's right. Aaron Rodgers went on. He the, wants everybody to support them. Right. Everybody. He, yes. Uh, Aaron Rodgers took to the Pat McAfee show, Jerry. He wants the fan base to support. Yeah. He wants former players, meaning old man Joe Namath, to support. Yep. yep. And he said, yeah, by critiquing Jerry, you are not helping the cause here. That is exactly right. That's exactly what he said. You are hurting the yep. cause. Yep. What do you think of that? Well, I think that I think that is true. It's just not realistic yeah. from the player perspective. Fans are going to be fans, and they're going to be upset when they're seeing crap football. Correct. I do understand. We saw it in Philadelphia with Trey Turner. The fans came together and supported the crap out of him, and he turned the season around. I do understand that mentality. That having been said, when you are three and out punt, three and out punt, three and out punt, and guys are losing their teeth in the stands on TV, people are going to be pissed. Yeah, I feel like the fans uh, rallied around Eli Manning in his terrible seasons. They weren't w- not in the beginning, not in the beginning, not in the beginning. But after he it won, the, after he won yeah. a Super Bowl, after he won a Super and Bowl, and then yes. when you win a second one, you are in rarefied air. Yeah, and you know, you're people, talking about you're right. think, think about this, Al. You can look around the NFL and see teams like the Browns, who have never even been in the Super Bowl, let alone win one or two. The Jets haven't won one now in 60 years, right? Was it 69, 31, 55, whatever it is, 54, 55 54 years. years. It's a long time. You know, you've got teams that um, rarely make the playoffs. 
So then you've got a giant quarterback that has two unbelievable runs. And not only that, you know, who'd they beat along the way? They beat the undefeated Patriots. So, yeah, you you're, you kind of become a hero to that fan base. I, I understand that. So you get a little more leeway than you get uh, a lot of leeway. Zach Wilson. Oh, absolutely. It's kind of like when Terry Fred's it's funny. When the Red Sox went all those decades without winning the World Series, and then Terry Francona and the Red Sox win the World Series in, what was it, 04? Is that yes. sound right? And they break the curse or the streak or whatever you want to call it. I thought Terry Francona should be the Red Sox manager until the day he dies. And then to win it again, and the fact that he actually moved on to me was was weird. To me, there are certain certain things that you do that should grant you free reign. For the rest of your life. A lifetime contract. Yes. Like yeah. Davy Johnson should still be managing the Mets. I don't know about still, but I mean, he did go on to manage the uh, Nationals. He could have stuck That's with true. the Mets that, you know, he didn't have to leave. But, you know, like if you win, let's say Tom Thibodeau wins the NBA title with the Knicks this year. Does he all of a sudden become an idiot coach in four years after they've won the NBA title? Something the Knicks haven't done since the 70s. And then because maybe a player leaves, a player uh, gets hurt, and things fall apart, is he the problem? Clearly not. They were they already won. To me, lifetime contract. Leave when you want. Once you win a championship I, in New York. Depending upon the team. You can stay forever. No. It depends on the team and oh, okay. what you've done. Like if the next Patriot coach comes in, wins the Super Bowl, and then is terrible after that, eh, you can move on. He was no Belichick. But when you're the Knicks head coach and they ain't won in 50-something years, then you get to stick You get around. to stay. All right. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers also talked about this, Jerry. I'd love to get your take on this, knowing how you feel about these sorts of things. Rodgers, uh, in talking about the, wanting the fans uh, and uh, the players and the former players to stand behind the team, said, we have to understand the importance of manifestation. I'm glad you brought this up because I have this ready to go. Oh, good. Because... I want you to listen very closely to this. All right. And I actually think that Rodgers is selling and also outing his own BS. Okay, let's see. Now, just before I play this, the idea of manifestation is what, Al? That if you uh, think something into existence, it will appear. Right. So a lot of people believe in that to their core. Well, he kind of talks out of both sides of his mouth here, doesn't he? We have to understand the importance of manifestation and what we're putting out in the world. We also have to be realistic as well. What? You yeah. can't say that right after the manifestation part comment. Right. So he's saying if we're going to continue to badmouth Zach Wilson, he's going to be bad. And if we if we support him, we're manifesting good things to happen to the Jets But we got to be realistic. Meanwhile, he snapped his, his Achilles or whatever the right. heck it was. He didn't manifest that. He he was manifesting his face into the Super Bowl. You know what he did? He manifested himself into a rehab center. Maybe the Bills defender who sacked him manifested snapping his ACL. Maybe all this is a load of crap. How about that? That's another option. Crap happens. That's the way it goes. This is what that book, The Secret, is all about. God. That if you think about stuff and manifest, it will come into your life. Wrong. Wrong. Ah, it's not what Aaron Rodgers Wrong. said. Really? Well, how's it going for him? Not well. He's how's got it a... going for the team? Not good, Jerry. Okay. But he's blaming uh, everyone, Please. putting bad vibes. I guess it's saying, Jerry, you ever see a t-shirt that says positive vibes only? And I love that. And I think you can live your life in a much happier place if you're a more positive person. Yeah. I am not disputing that at all. 
But just because you walk around being a positive person doesn't mean you're hitting the lottery or getting the job of your dreams. You know how many people out there would like to be the morning producer of the Boomer and Geo program? Guess what? Not happening. So manifestation, your face off, you're never going to be here. Like, why don't we all agree to manifest Aaron Rodgers' Achilles and heal it to heal? Right. If why we don't we manifest all... the world peace? If we all manifest that's such Jerry, nonsense, we could get it together. Positive thoughts. I am with you. I think that is great, and it's a great way to live your life. But all this other crap is nonsense. Hmm. It goes back to the whole, I thank God for my big home run. Well, did God hate the pitcher? Yes. Yes, you know, he did. It's the same conversation. Yep, and you're right. Aaron Rodgers even says it there in that one sentence, Jerry. The importance of manifestation. But what's that second part? Can you play that again? But we got to be realistic. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so which is realistic? So manifestation is not real. Like, he's basically trying to sell you on a thought, but then admitting, mm, that's not reality, though. I think he's saying you can manifest some things, but you no, got to no, be realistic not, with what you're asking that's for. That's not the way it works. Yeah. Well, okay, so me trying to manifest him into a healthy season is asking for too much? Yes. You want to tell me manifesting the Jets to a Super Bowl championship? Okay, I get it. All we were hoping for was him to get through four plays. He didn't even get through a quarter. We would have liked that, uh, at least a uh, game. Oh, God. Not four plays, yeah. Do you remember in history books they call, had something called Manifest Destiny? Yes. Couldn't tell you what it is. Me neither. Don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of things that I learned. You know about. what Manifest Destiny well, Of course is, he does. I believe it's something about uh, how uh, the early American, or 1800s Americans, you know, they could basically do whatever they wanted. They manifested it. Their own destiny. I think that's what it means. Great. They manifested their own destiny. Okay. We should try that, though, like Aaron Rodgers gets and says, comes out on social media, puts a video out, mm-hmm. says, listen, the season is not lost yet. It's not. Let's all manifest. By the way, here it is officially. I was pretty close. The idea that white Americans were divinely ordained to settle the entire continent of North America. Still not sure what that means. Indigenous people be damned. Oh, I see. If Aaron Rodgers came out and said, listen, we're all just think throughout your day of healing my Achilles. Let's try it. Wrong. Wrong. (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) And we all did try it, Jerry. Yeah. Imagine if we got him back by week eight. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Manifestation. Manifest destiny. Why don't you go buy the incense? What is it? Incense? That stuff you burn? Sage or All incense, that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you go get that? You can have yourself a, a seance uh-huh. and you can just wish it into eternity. Yes. Guess who's not going to be back by week eight? Who? Aaron Rodgers. What? Or week 18. Not. Well, that sounds like you're not manifesting that properly. Oh, that's right. I forgot. He's going to go watch the dolphins hump in the ocean, which he brought up again. Oh, he did? Yeah, because they asked him if they he's asked still he, into Has that. he tried it? He said as soon as he can get in the water, he mm-hmm. is going to give it a try because dolphins mate 75% of their lives. Wow. So just by being in the water, dolphins will be humping, and he's going to try and get those sounds to heal his Achilles. I mean, what, what the I, hell I wonder how close about? you have to get because when I look out into the ocean, sometimes I'll see dolphins jumping. Yeah. But the ocean is very large, Jerry. Vast. But if I go into the ocean with my feet... Mm-hmm. How close do the no dolphins idea. need to be making sweet love before? 
before it will help me. <laughs> I think, and I'm serious about this, I get the sense he's going to rent a boat and get dropped off into the water where dolphins might be. That's what I think. I think he wants to get closer to the lovemaking dolphins. So well, that's why he's going to get a boat to get out there. But I think he's going to go like in a small pool and put some horny dolphins in. So what is it again? Sea World? Yeah, like a Sea World. <laughs> Maybe that's what they do. I don't. He, clearly, he's got plenty of time on his hands. I think the dolphins at Sea World though are sad, and they're probably not making sweet love. So he's not going to be able to heal his. You know, the dolphins right. and the whales when they get in captivity, they get sad. Hey, Al, even sad people like to have sex. Is that right? I'll use <laughs> sad. <laughs> yes, I'm sure a sad dolphin hmm. has, uh, has their so? sexual. Yeah, I don't know. Wars. Makes them feel better momentarily, and then they realize how pathetic their lives right. are again. Oh. That goes for people and dolphins. I wonder if the dolphins know, like, if they saw Aaron Rodgers' feet dangling in the water. Let's do this for Aaron. <laughs> Let's help his well, foot. McAfee wondered if they would come. Come over and hump his leg. (laughs) (laughs) I have heard that dolphins can be very aggressive with women. Sexually. Where would you have heard that? Well, you do have a lot of time on your hands. Like you just said, I've heard that dolphins can be aggressive sexually with women. Correct. Like, uh, you know, you go like on a, to a resort and you go swimming with the dolphins. Right. There have been stories of the dolphins trying to mate with women. And what, what gets produced? (laughs) A dolphin baby. <laughs> a really good swimmer, Jerry. Stupid. I swear to God. <laughs> That's oh, true. Google man. that in the break. I'm not Googling that. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm No, I'm fine. Uh, let's mm. take a break. I'll tell you what I will do. All right. I will Google that for poops and giggles. Yes, just to please see do. what comes up. And then I'll report to you after the break. Perfect. All right. Fair enough. And then Boomer and Geo, 6 o'clock on the fan. Before you get into the uh, Super Bowl conversation, which I think is where you're going here, just to follow up. Oh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers better be careful if he gets in the water with these dolphins because they are quite frisky. Is that right? So the first headline when I put in, and now you're going to make me look bad if anybody comes and checks the Google history. Yeah, it's going to look like you're interested in this. I Googled, at your suggestion, dolphins, women, sex. All right. Now, that could have gone in a couple of different directions. It could have been about Dan Marino back in his day. Who knows? Good point, Jerry. But instead, the first thing that comes up is woman admits she had sex with a dolphin who blah, blah, blah. Uh, the next one was the dolphin who loved me, NASA-funded project <laughs> <laughs> that went wrong Yeah, because <laughs> uh, it talked about dolphin sexual urges. Mm-hmm. Uh, then this one, uh, this was weird from 2021, and this is probably what that last one was in reference to. Woman admits sexual experience with dolphin as part of NASA study. Whoops. So we do spaceships for NASA. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and then this one was a little bizarre. Young woman, this is in 2021 as well, young woman had sex with dolphin who then killed itself. The dolphin did. The dolphin did, yeah. Wow. They are an interesting creature, Jerry. Yeah. So that's a thing. It is a thing, unfortunately. It's yeah. a, it's a weird, uh, weird, wild stuff. Yeah. I was just uh, playing some Usher, Jerry. We know uh, he's going to be the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. And I thought, like, is Usher really relative anymore? Or relevant, you mean? Yeah, so, like, he's irrelevant. He's not relevant anymore. But then I think, like, we they always used to run out classic rockers who weren't really relevant much anymore either. So why not run out Usher? Yeah. what? He's still a name. Now, Usher said he was going to have... Uh, 
pole dancers. Nice. At the Super Bowl. Now, well, well they have clothes on. I don't know, like, because CBS was the company that uh, got in trouble with the Janet Jackson thing, mm. where they, uh, the, what's his name? Who? Justin Timberlake ripped off oh, yeah, Janet yeah, yeah. Jackson's yeah. boob protector. The nip slip, right. The nip slip thingy. Yeah. 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 But Usher said he's going to uh, do it tastefully. The uh, well, a pole, pole dancer doesn't. It's not a stripper. No, that's a good. I point. will grab on the, the pole. Okay, you uh, do that. I pole? do like a pole. Yeah, you know how I like a good pole. I love a pole. He said uh, that he's going to keep in mind that he has young fans yeah. as well. I mean, again, they're not going to be. I was joking when I said they have clothes on. They're not going to be nude. I'm sure they'll be dressed provocatively, but it is what it is. That Usher song, like I remember, my niece. Like, is 24 now? Yeah. When she was like a real little kid, she used to love that song for some reason. But so she was really... Yeah. So that's like oh, got to be over 20-something years old, that song. Yeah, but you went and watched Bruce Springsteen twice this summer. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen's had hits since 1977. 73, actually. Whatever. And if he did the halftime show, which he did once, did he not? He did it in Tampa. Right. If he did it again... Yeah, that wouldn't okay. be surprising. No. So just because Usher hasn't had a hit in 20 years doesn't mean he's not still Good point, Usher. Sure. He is still Usher. He probably still And quite frankly, good. who gives a crap? Like, really? Like, mm-hmm. this halftime show, I've been to enough halftime parties or Super Bowl parties. Yeah. Yeah, from time to time, people are interested in watching it. Most of the time, that is the time to go to the bathroom, yeah. go eat, talk, and check out the box pools you're in. Correct. You want to see it. Like, this whole halftime show nonsense, they've started in the playoffs now. Like, enough. Who cares? You've had enough of it. Now, for the stadium, I get it. If you're going to charge what they charge for tickets, I understand doing something of entertainment value for the fans in the building. But on TV, who gives a crap? Well, we'll be there. So, we, you and I you and will Eddie. Be there. I will not be there. What? I can't stay. I got a Rutgers game on that Saturday. Oh, man. I'm already missing the Rutgers-Maryland game during the week. I can't miss a second one. Oh, man. But I'll be there until I'll be there through Friday. All right, Eddie and I'll dance to Usher. You then. guys can dance to Usher. I saw some uh, company news, Jerry. Some company really? news was released. Uh, CBS company news. Oh, I news. did see this. CBS Sports Chairman Sean McManus is going to retire in April of next year. They've got a succession plan, Jerry. They named Al Dukes as the new head of CBS. <laughs> so you. So guys, starting Monday, we're on the network from five to six. <laughs> uh, you all not till uh, April of twenty twenty four. Oh, okay. I uh, will be the new chairman of CBS. Al, Sports. Congr- will you still do this with me? I'm going to still do this. What about the podcast? I will still do the podcast. Good, also. We're getting good numbers. Yeah, but uh, then I will be taking over as CBS Sports Chairman. Congratulations! Thank I'm you. happy to hear. Now, will your first order of business to be to fire Boomer and Phil? No, I'm going to keep Boomer because oh, okay. I need him to do this job, too. <laughs> yes, you do. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to well, bring back all the uh, classic CBS television shows from the past. All right. And, and can you get us raises? And I'll get you all raises. We're going to bring Brent back for uh, <laughs> the NFL today? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Brent, you are looking live. You are looking live. Is there a cross still alive? I don't know. I don't. Mm. I'm really not sure. And either. then Phyllis... Uh, Phyllis George. He's not still alive, Eddie? Irv Cross. Let me Google that. that. Uh, Irv Cross, yeah. uh, he passed in 2021. Uh. Man, Irv Cross was awesome. And I, I don't know if Phyllis George is still with us. All right, right, let me uh, Google her. Phyllis George, because I've got to start making some hirings, Jerry, even though I don't take over. Well, I know Brent stopped doing mm-hmm. the Raiders, so I, he, he could be available. She passed also. She passed in 2020. Irv Cross passed in 2021. Well, Very that good. stinks, Jerry. There go my plans. 
Yeah. Well, it's a good thing you really didn't get the job. Yeah. <laughs> then I did see this says this was a terrible headline, Jerry. I'm going to read this headline to you and tell me if it makes you cringe. cringe. Yeah. Okay. Or if it makes you your if it makes your sphincter tighten up. Why would you Well, meaning like present it that way. You could have left it with does it make you cringe? You okay. didn't need to go oh, That's uh, fair. Okay, go ahead. Deion Sanders' son Shiloh hospitalized after Oregon loss, quote, peeing blood. No, it doesn't make me cringe at all because I saw the video of him saying it. Oh, okay. And it didn't look all that serious. <laughs> I'm not saying he didn't have that. Oh, that would and Dion is out. actually hoping he plays this weekend. Yeah. Um, they came off the plane. There was a videographer there, and they were asking him how he was doing. He's like, not good. He goes, I got hit. And he goes, I'm kind of peeing blood. I think I go to the hospital. But he wasn't, like, concerned. He wasn't nuts about it. So they went to the hospital, and I, I actually think he was released already. Yeah, they said, uh, or he even said he he thinks he got hit in the kidney. Yeah, yeah. It's oh. horrible. I agree. Had oh, I not man. seen the video, I might have cringed hearing that. Yeah, that makes And me. the other thing, too, I don't did you see the video? I can't play it because you can't hear it. Yeah. Because the audio is so bad, they actually put the words on the screen to caption it. But you see Shiloh Sanders talking a lot of crap to Oregon before the game. Yeah, prior to the game. Coming after them and their coaches and how they were going to kick the crap out of them. That didn't go well. That didn't go well. Yeah. You lost big time. Big time. you're peeing blood. Yeah. So that whole weekend was pretty awful for them. (laughs) For him in particular. Uh, Trash talking, losing the game, urinating blood. Yes. That's a tough Saturday and Saturday night. Uh, That is a very tough Saturday night, Jerry. I was looking at some other things. I guess Garrett Wilson was doing some sort of promotion at some hotel somewhere. Okay. <laughs> On their off day. Yeah. yeah. Getting paid. Uh, and someone from the New York Post went up there to cover it so that he could interview Steve Serby. I don't think it was Steve Serby, but it was someone. And Garrett Wilson also was uh, saying the same things that Aaron Rodgers was saying, which is stick with us. Okay. No one wants it more than us. Yeah. We want to be great. He actually made a good point here. He goes, it's only going to get better from here. It can't get worse. Right. Well, no, it can. No, no, that's not true. How so? Yeah. First pass Sunday night, pick six the other way. (laughs) I mean, it can get worse. They did score 10 points. They did have a good drive. You're right. Shutout would be worse. You could get shut out and you could throw pick sixes. You can fumble. I mean, it can. He didn't turn the ball over. You know, he was not good Sunday. There's no question about it. Wouldn't even argue that point. But he also didn't do anything to hurt them the other way, other than the safety, right? Which was bad. Um, he didn't. He didn't throw a pick. He didn't fumble the ball. There was no fumble return for a touchdown. No pick sixes. They just did nothing. Like there was just nothing there except for the one drive. So it can get worse. Actually, who do you think would get the start if they? We know Zach Wilson starting this week, but if the they, following week, if they Simeon. go with another quarterback. Simeon or Tim Boyle? No, it would be Simeon the following. Why wouldn't they give Tim Boyle the starts if he's the second quarterback? Because he's Tim Boyle. I mean, he might be good. Yeah. But, I mean. They're going to leapfrog Tim Boyle? Disrespect, Jerry. Leapfrogging a man like Tim Boyle? How about this? You start Tim Boyle. (laughs) He might be good. I don't know. Maybe, listen, maybe he gets the start. You might be right. I don't want to. I don't know the kid. I don't know where the hell he even went to play in college. I don't know. Maybe he's. Maybe he's the next Brock Purdy. My guess would be if he was, 
we'd have him ready. He'd be rip-roaring ready to go? Yeah. So you think they brought him in just because Aaron Rodgers likes him too? Yes. <laughs> we built this whole team around, around Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Yeah. And he manifested himself right out of the right out of the season. How about this? How about we put McCall Hardman on the field? That's a good idea. How about that? One of your most explosive playmakers that could be if he was given an opportunity. Why isn't he given an Don't opportunity? know. What? How come things are so puzzling to, to us? the media and fans watching, but doesn't seem to translate into action by teams? It's so bizarre. Because they're going to do what they think is right, even if it's wrong. <laughs> but what is he doing where they're like, we can't have him on the field? I have no idea. I don't Because you saw he's puzzled, too. I don't, and I understand the fact that there's only so many snaps, and they do have a lot of good players. You're going to tell me, like the first game, his toe didn't touch the field, right? Like he didn't play at like one snap. You're going to tell me you can't find ten snaps for him out of seventy? We're not asking him to play every play, but I, you know, I don't know. Hey, Alan Lazard, sit down for three plays. Right, we're giving oh, you three plays all. God forbid, uh, we're going to lose now. I mean, come on. I don't understand. I don't, yeah, it's very strange. I don't get it. It's weird when things seem like, I can't believe the team's not doing this week after week, and you don't really get an explanation for yeah. it. Yeah. I will tell you, though, get ready. Get ready. For what? The Jet offensive line calls on Monday. If? Well, if things go the way I think they're going to go, and he gets sacked seven times on Sunday night, because that's the one thing, and I know we like to have fun with that, but that's kind of flown under the radar to a certain degree. That line play is awful. And are the Chiefs is the Chiefs defensive line good? Yeah. They yeah. are? Yeah. Oh man. Remember Chris Jones, the guy yeah. who held out? He's back. He's back. Great. So I'm just telling you, you might get those calls on Monday if things go the way I think they might go Sunday night. Do not call me with offensive line calls. It's a real thing though. And you asked the question last week, and the more I watch, the more you see it, especially from the lesser teams and the average teams. The line play is awful across the league. Yeah. It really is. And I don't know if that's because the defenders have some sort of an advantage. I don't know. But unless you're a top-tier team, the line play in the NFL is terrible. I think the problem is if somebody's a big player who's going to be a lineman, if they're heavier and slower, they make them offensive linemen. And if they're slimmer and faster, they make them defensive linemen. And now the defensive lines are all faster than the offensive well, th- lines. Well, that is a part of it. Defensive ends are thinner yeah, and faster than ever. That is very true. But it is true, too, what I said yesterday. If a defensive end goes out there and has four sacks in a game, we it's like one of the greatest performances we've ever seen. Yeah. Meantime, the other 66 snaps, he got stopped. That poor dope of a tackle like you just stopped them 66 out of 70 times you had a terrible day yeah you were 66 of 70 right awful and we're terrible yeah it is it's true yeah that's weird uh 537 more than halfway home we've got boomer and geo on a wild wednesday on the fan It is wonderful to have you with us this morning, quarter to six. Perhaps in another hour when the sun comes up, the sun will come up. 
and there'll be some sunshine. I actually cut the grass in the rain yesterday. <laughs> I always thought, like, when I was a kid, not my one job in the house was I had to cut the grass. Yeah. That you weren't supposed to cut it in the in You're the, not. In the I, couldn't, I couldn't look at it anymore. Why couldn't you cut it in the I, You might ruin the mower. I don't know. But oh, I, okay. I'm in between. We let our landscaper go in uh, mid-August, I guess. So I'm kind of stuck until I figure out what I'm... I'm either going to buy a ride-on tractor for next year or I'm going to hire another company. Kind well, of in between, so I'm stuck doing it right now. When you let the landscaper go, was it like how you see on Hard Knocks? You called them into the uh, office? No. Said, Listen, I No. I'm going to go in another direction, but there's a lot of other lawns out there. No, we had a disagreement on whether or not they actually cut the grass. <laughs> so I got, we, we were away for the weekend mm-hmm. with a baseball tournament, and I got back. I'm like, Wow. It looks like a mess, and they were supposed to be there on Friday. We left Friday right after work. Got home. I texted them, like, hey, when are you guys coming? Like, we were there Friday. So before I responded, I went to my cameras, and I looked at the lawn all day and night, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. No one was there. So I wrote back, no, you weren't. We're done. It was it. Never heard from him again. <laughs> it was kind of like calling to cancel the cable. They were like, oh, sorry to see you go. <laughs> he was like, okay. Yeah. Nope, get it. He didn't even it. send me an invoice, like a final invoice. Like, that was it. Okay, so that was you so guys. So I saved uh, on two cuts. You guys went your separate ways. We did, yeah. Okay. Those cameras are fantastic. They really are. Pretty good. So no, you weren't here. And I got them where I can see the entire backyard and all the front. So it's not even like they cut some and, no, no, they weren't they there. They weren't even there. <laughs> yeah, they that bothered me. show up. Oh, terrible. A couple of interesting things from the baseball world, Jerry, I've got for you today. Austin Wells. I don't have an Austin Wells situation. Did a big home run last night. I did have another home run. I didn't see that, but yeah. I didn't make my show sheet. Uh, a weird thing happened in the Mariners game. Pitcher George Kirby had given up a foul ball. Right. Given up a foul ball? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a grand slam. It was a foul ball. <laughs> Cost them the game, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Batter hit a foul ball off him. Yes. And when he was getting ready to deliver his next pitch, he then got hit with that foul ball as a fan threw it back at him. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> was the fan ejected? I did see them walking a fan out. It looked like a dude in his 20s, teenager. Dummy. That is stupid. Maybe he thought you're supposed to throw the ball back. Well, I don't those know. Those are home runs when the opposing team hits him. And even that you're not supposed to do. You're not supposed to do, no. right? They let it go, though. They For whatever reason... Isn't that funny? Yeah. You've got this rule, but eh, we'll let that one go. That's tradition here in Chicago. Then we put throw it the on the, Then put it on the sheet there on the back of your ticket that you're allowed to throw home runs back from the opposing team. Yes. Right. As opposed to just ignoring it. Do not throw anything on the field unless it's a home run from the opposing God. team. Maybe this fan just got confused. He was like, any... Any ball that goes just a dumbass. Any ball that goes into the stands from the other team, we throw it back at the pitcher. Yeah. Not when he actually hit the pitcher. Yeah. He... he <laughs> br- he gr- he hit the the baggy uniform. Yes, I saw in the torso area. Perhaps he was a travel baseball coach and he was just used to going and grabbing the foul balls and getting them back onto the field to yes, play. <laughs> exactly, that's what I mean. Maybe it was just a momentary lapse of reason. Yeah, I don't think so. Then there was an interesting play in the Cubs game. It's not an interesting play; it's a terrible play. A terrible play in the Cubs game. It was uh, Cubs Braves. Yes, and I guess the Cubs, Jerry. They tell me are only uh, half they- game up. A half game lead over the Marlins for the final wild card spot, spot, and they they lost the game yesterday because uh, a fellow whose last name is Suzuki dropped a fly ball in right field. Yep, and they lost the game. It was in the I think the it was the eighth inning. Yeah, and it cost them two runs. Yep, not good. Yeah, I here's I, the uh, here's the audio. Okay, cool. Three two. 
In the air, out towards right center. Suzuki the call. No, no, oh, no. Oh, my goodness. And two runs scores. And they were up by a run. The two runs scored. They're now down by a run. I think they gave up a six-run lead in that game. Something like not a No, not a six-run lead. A three-run lead? Whatever. They were up by a few runs. And at that point, they were up by one. And then uh, they took the lead. Yeah, and he was playing right field, and he called off the center fielder. And then after the game, happens. He, he said it just uh, at the last second, yeah. it got lost in the light. It happens. That's what it's so. It's interesting having coached kids for fourteen years now. When I'm uh, thirteen years, whatever. When you see coaches get on kids for when outfielders collide, when an outfielder drops a ball, or a pop up gets lost in the lights, and the coaches like lose their minds on the like this happens at the highest level all the time. Yeah. It happens. You hope it doesn't. You make most of the plays. You're not going to make them all. He looked so distraught yeah. out there in right field. Look, he just because if they didn't come back, which they didn't, he lost in the game. Yeah. Crucial game too. Crucial yeah, very game. crucial game. Yeah. So no hopefully, doubt. I hope this guy gets uh, some sort of uh, home run revenge in the next game. Maybe he will. That would be cool. What do What do you make of this uh, from the Braves announcing crew? So the Braves will go from Johnson to Hand, and the batter will be Mastroboni. Come on. Is that a real clip? <laughs> so the Braves will go from Johnson to hand, and the batter will be Mastroboni. <laughs> that's, that's a real clip, yeah. From a, a recent game? You've heard of Brad Hand? I haven't. He was on the Mets. Brad no, Hand? No, no. Was he on the Mets? I know the Mets wanted to get him. I think they did get him, and then he sucked. All right, Brad Hand. Who's the other guy? So the Braves will go from Johnson to hand, and the batter will be Mastroboni. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, that is true. Let's see. So you had um, Tinker to Everest to Chance. Yeah, that was there very you got popular. Johnson to Hand to Master Boney. <laughs> 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 it's pretty funny, actually. Is that a recent thing? Yeah, I believe that was just a couple of nights ago. I'm trying to find it for you. If I can. How actually... did I not see that? I don't know. I look for all stupid things like this. I, I'm also surprised you didn't put on the. Um, what do you call it? The show sheet. The show sheet, this new game show um, where you have to judge the naked contestants. Oh, I didn't see that either. Called Naked Dating, I think. Naked Date. Naked It's date. on HBO. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. I thought it was going to be one of these foreign country uh, uh, game shows, but this is here in America. Yeah. Yeah. Is Master Boney on it? <laughs> <laughs> Johnson to hand to Master Boney. Oh, man, pretty funny. What team is that? On? Are they on? Well, that was the Braves. They're on the Braves, Master Boney, Johnson, and Hand? Well, because it's Brandon Gaudan that's doing it. Okay. Um, I'm trying to figure out who they were playing here. Eh, I can't tell. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. So there you go. That's really going to catch Boomer off guard when you play that later. Uh, yes, if he hasn't heard it already. I don't think he's heard it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out who this Master Boney plays for. I know Steve Balboni. He used to be on the Yankees many years ago. See, but so Master Boney? Master Boney. How are you even spelling Master Boney? Uh, Master. Master. Boney. Master. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. I, uh, Miles Mastroboni. Mastroboni. Yeah, he's on the Rays. Okay. So there you go. So that whole team is uh, the, the Rays. Johnson, Hand, and Well, Master. no, Brad Hand's on the Braves. That that was the so it was Johnson and Hand, that was the pitchers, mm-hmm. and then Mastroboni came up. Oh, okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, Johnson was 
giving the ball to him. So the Braves will go from Johnson to hand, and the batter will be Mastroboni. <laughs> I see now. It's clear now. Oh, now it's clear. Boy, what are the chances? <laughs> what are the chances of that? That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. You've had some... Uh, you've had some different combinations in the past. Yeah, that's a good one. That one might take the cake. Oh, Tiny Johnson. Johnson. Oh, oh, Tiny Johnson. Minko. Minko's got to be very excited. St. John's. Starts soon. They start practice. Oh. What's today's? Practice starts officially in a few days, if it hasn't already, and they're going to be good. And Patino's got one of, the, <laughs> one of the best recruiting class. I actually heard that song the other day in the car. All I think of is him now. So... They're going to be good this year. They should be, yes. And if they're not, they will be next year. Okay. But he's got a million recruits, high top-level recruits, and uh, should be a good season for St. John's. St. John's playing Rutgers in an exhibition game on October 14th. Is Rutgers going to be good this year? Rutgers is going to be good, yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. It should be fun around here. UConn, you saw what they did last year. You got St. John's revival. Rutgers is going to be good. I don't know about Seton Hall, but all these big schools, pretty good. So UConn was good last year? I'm going to let that sit there, and then when we come back, uh-huh. I will acknowledge what he just said. All right. And then I'll uh, Google it and we'll in the meantime, we'll go hand to Johnson to Mastroboni. Mastroboni, yeah. Hand jobs. Well, I don't know that. That's a thing. That's not a pitcher, Eddie. So uh, Odyssey Sports Minute. <laughs> here's <laughs> here's uh, Amy Lawrence. Hey, we talked about this guy earlier, Terry Francona. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Oh, we got a couple more minutes till we get to the Boomer and Geo. As G is standing by, yes. Jerry, I see we lost uh, Brooks Robinson. Passed you away. I don't admit what you didn't know before the break. Oh, UConn won the uh, championship. National championship. National championship. Yeah, so when you say, what did they do last year? Well, all they did was win the championship. So you expect them to be good (laughs) this year again. Yes, we did lose Brooks Robinson. Brooks Robinson, who was uh, 86 years old. What was weird, as I look back, he was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 83. Right. How long? That feels so long ago. It was. So he. 40 years ago. Right. So then he was only 40. 46. Five years after he finished playing, six years after he finished playing. Oh, That's is that how usually that works? how it works? How? Oh. <laughs> I feel like like Derek Jeter is in the Hall of Fame already. He is. <laughs> <laughs> That's some bull. What is those Deion Sanders called? Bull Dookie. What bull, does he no, say? Bull, bull junk. Bull, bull junk. junk. <laughs> That's some bull junk, there you Jerry. Oh yeah. So okay, so that means Brooks Robinson retired in the. 70s. I don't know what year he retired in exactly, but it would have been five years after he finished. Yeah, that was one like. I don't remember when I was watching baseball as a kid. I remember the name Brooks Robinson. And the highlights. But my uh, Orioles third baseman was Doug DeCensis. Okay. DeCensis. Doug DeCensis. Yeah. Not Brooks Robinson. Not Brooks Robinson. Okay. But I was aware. They called him the human vacuum cleaner, mm-hmm. Jerry. I was aware of him just from all the videos. Because <laughs> they sucked up. I, I know how it works. He sucked up everything that went by on third base. And there's base. no way you knew that before you read the story this no, morning. No, I did know that. You did? Yes. Oh, I'm impressed. That's my uh, 1980s But you didn't know baseball. UConn won the national championship four months ago. <laughs> <laughs> the baseball I know, from childhood I know, I know. is still in my brain somehow. Who was in the last Super Bowl? Eagles. Against? Chiefs. There you go. You know, I only remember that from. <laughs> we talked about it yesterday. <laughs> no, I, I bought a pint glass, and I'm only picturing the two helmets on it. I cannot tell you the year before that. No clue. Yeah, I, I'm with you. It all blends. It all blends together. I don't remember where we were the year before that. No. 
Where were we last year? Don't tell me. We were somewhere last year. Arizona, I think. Yes, because we yeah. got up at 2 o'clock in yeah, the morning. Yeah, yeah. The year prior, where were we? No idea. Nowhere. I know the one Nowhere? Year. It was in Los Angeles, uh, Rams, Bengals. Oh, okay. I knew there was a reason I didn't remember. <laughs> and then I remember we were in Miami when Gio paid for that really expensive dinner. Yes. <laughs> and the dessert that took four hours for the guy to come back. <laughs> <laughs> and by right by the cars oh, yeah. that were going by, shielded Miami, by a couple of trees. Miami Beach. <laughs> That's exactly right. I remember that one. And you thought there was a murder. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.